0: Alright ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to
1: Live on WBOR, my name is Harry Rube. And I'm Sam Kizabet, and, and uh, yeah. we have a wonderful program for you today, we have a, a great duo from, from Bowden playing, we have Miss Miranda Hall on guitar and vocals, and Julian Andrews on the fiddle, um, and I heard them warming up and they sound wonderful, it's going to be a very folky, chill set they have, um, and yeah, do you guys want to start with a, with a song? What's what's the name of this track?
2: This song is called Traveler. Um, It's an original. And uh, I wrote it uh, when I was a first year at Bowdoin. And I was, yeah, inspired by men and women who travel a lot.
1: Awesome. Well, take it away.
3: Tell
0: That was Miranda Hall and Julian Andrews here on Live on WBOR playing Traveler and original composition by Miranda, right?
4: Yeah. Yes. It was.
0: So I guess I, we sort of we sort of jumped into that, but tell us, I don't know, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Um, like class years, what are you guys studying here?
2: <laughs> um, Where are you from? We, we need like a band name, but we don't have one. I suggested Whale Milk.
5: I rejected that idea quickly. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a junior. Um, I'm a psych major and a dance minor. Um, I'm Next. from West Coast, Portland, Oregon. We're both from the West Coast. Yeah,
2: West Coast, West Coast. I'm from Seattle, Washington, Bainbridge Island, and I am a music, composition, and theory major, undeclared minor. Minoring in life.
0: <laughs> did you say what you are studying, Julian?
4: Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Psychology and psych, dance
0: psych, psych, Harry wasn't listening. But gotcha. No. <laughs> pardon me, pardon me. I was Jesus. Little uh it's been a long week. Um how did how did you guys start playing together?
2: So we were both here this summer, um, or this past summer, um, and I was making a video for the career planning center, and I had this video camera with me and I heard Julian practicing, and I said, Let's make a video.
5: Yeah, it was it was it was her fault that we started <laughs> playing together, but it was a happy accident. Um
2: there's a giant beanbag.
5: Yeah, I don't know. I was also kind of uh missing playing folk music and playing um like non-classical music, I guess. And Miranda kind of showed up and provided Hello. me with a great opportunity to like collaborate with somebody doing some stuff that I thought was cool and He has a, to be a CD part of. and it's
2: really really good.
5: <laughs> so, yeah.
1: <laughs> And I think those beanbag sessions are on YouTube, if I'm not mistaken. You are not I've, mistaken. I've watched a couple of them. Yes,
2: they're <laughs> featuring, I mean, me and Julian with like br- random interludes by from Kenny.
5: Like Just moving around in the kitchen <laughs> and whatnot.
2: Featuring, there's a thermos in one shot. <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: Cool. Should we get to another song?
2: <coughs> sure. Yeah. Does that sound good? What's um, this? What's this one?
5: We did not write this one. We no.
2: did not write this one. This is... Full um, disclosure. <laughs> but, we, but we feel this one. This one uh, is a cover of Ed Sheeran's "Don't," and it's—I don't know—it's so like—it's hard to relate to because I'm not a movie star living in a hotel, being with my honor being plagued. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I feel—I feel, I feel the—I feel the pain. So yeah.
5: Rand is a secret star? <laughs>
3: Don't you worry if I disappear I told her I'm not really looking for another mistake Called an old friend thinking that the trouble would wait But then I jumped right in a week later returned, Reckoned she was only looking for a lover to burn But I gave her my time for two or three nights Then I put it on pause until the moment was right Went away for months until the past crossed again she told me I was never looking for a friend Baby, you could swing by my room around 10 Baby, bring the lemon and a bottle of gin. we We'll be in between the sheets till the late a.m. Baby, if you wanted me, then you should have just said She's singing, I don't mess with my love With the takeaway pizza Used to be a text Was the only way to reach her But she's saying I think fixing That's the way to treat her Singing out Aretha All over the track Like a feature Never goes to sleep I guess I don't want you either Me and her We make money the same way Four cities Two shows The same day Those shows Have never been What it's about Maybe we'll go together And just figure it out I'd rather put on a film With you and sit on the couch wish should down a plane We'll be missing out
0: has been a good two weeks for uh, violin here in the uh, WBOR studio <laughs> yeah. uh, more violin I think that's been played here uh, probably in the last few years than, than ever
4: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: sweet I love the violin I wish I could play violin
1: so if you're just tuning in now this is WBOR 91.1 FM this program is called live on WBOR and I'm one of your hosts Sam Kizovat along with and I'm the other host Harry Rube Um, And we started this program a few weeks ago, and the whole goal is to get Bowdoin musicians playing live on the air and giving them some radio exposure. And uh, it's gone swimmingly so far, I'd say. Um, But, yeah, that was uh, Miranda Hall and Julian Andrews, the wonderful duo. Um, And that was an Ed Sheeran tune. uh, Don't.
5: It's just called Don't. Don't. (laughs) Just just called Don't. He
2: couldn't finish the sentence.
1: (laughs) He doesn't know what... (laughs) What you shouldn't do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Miranda, I know you're a big fan of Ed Sheeran, and like, so what, what attracts you to his music particularly?
2: So, I can't believe I'm saying this. I, I, st- I still appreciate Ed Sheeran, but I've sort of like, I wasn't a huge fan of his second album, but I love, I love Blasphemy. his first <laughs> album. Um, what attracted me was he was one of the very first live musicians I ever saw. And he has this way of commanding the stage when he's up there. And it's just him and his guitar, which I thought was really special because you get so much um, overproduction. And to find somebody, um, and that can be a really great thing, but to find somebody who can command an audience like that with just their voice and their music is really special.
1: So I guess while we're on this topic, do you guys want to talk a little bit about your musical inspirations? Um, So now we, Ed Sheeran was one, or is is still one. He's on the downhill now, in in (laughs) Miranda's mind.
2: No, he's still awesome. I love him.
5: Yeah. Um,
0: Ed Sheeran, if you're listening, don't (laughs) don't be offended.
5: Ed! Yeah, if Ed Sheeran's listening, I think that we have uh, bigger... (laughs) (laughs) Um, My musical inspirations are really all over the map. Uh, I'm classically trained. I started playing violin when I was six, um, and was very much playing classical music, um, except my teacher who remained my teacher from when I was around eight years old to when I was probably, well, until I graduated high school, so when I was 18. Um, Had a lot of experience in fiddle tunes and klezmer. Um, So I got a lot of this kind of Irish influence. Um, I also, my family kind of has this tradition of bluegrass and so I grew up around my dad playing a lot of music and I play music. I still go back and play music with my dad and his friends and our old guys who play banjos (laughs) friends. Um, And so there's this kind of bluegrass idea. And then I started doing a little bit more rock and roll kind of stuff um, in middle school. I was in a middle school band um, yes we rocked what was your and name I'm sticking with her. her name was blind einstein blind Einstein. which i you know not horrible for I a like middle it. school band we the, the, we we had fun
0: there's a Bob dylan lyric that's uh something like that blind uh, yeah that einstein, probably not uh, oh. <laughs> i did not
5: come up with the name but i don't think i was sophisticated enough to understand Bob dylan references when i was <laughs> einstein playing 13. the electric
0: uh yeah. fiddle uh on desolation row i think it's oh, <laughs> well, actually maybe the lyric. we should
5: have called our band that yeah desolation um,
0: row I, w- one thing <laughs> that that you brought up that was that's interesting to me, um, and we were actually talking about this in this improvisation class that I'm taking here, is um, you, uh, that a lot of people when they first start doing music, most of it, it's sort of separate from their home. It's either classical lessons outside the house, and then maybe they come home and they play it, and they don't. And um, like in your case, was do you think there was ever a strong division to that? Because it sounds like no. there was. It's well, a lot of music in the house.
2: My my family, I mean. No, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> my family, uh, music was where, like, in my family, in my house is where I first started learning music, and I never took lessons like outside of that because my dad, um, my dad's Filipino, and um, we always have relatives over, and they're playing, um, and uh, he is really into mandolin and ukulele, so he joined a bunch of ukuleles groups in Seattle. My favorite one is called Ukulele Fight Club, <laughs> and they come over. They came over to our house, so it was always filled with music, and my mom sings. So being part of that meant being part of the family.
5: Yeah, and I uh, actually my first experience with the violin was not formal. Um, I picked up a eighth size violin, which if you've ever seen violins, uh, they're small already, <laughs> and when you cut it into an eighth, it's even smaller. Um, so my dad had one of those. Who what, He played as a kid, and um, I kind of picked that up and was messing around with that. Um, Harry's crawling Harry out of the room just right crawled across now. the floor. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you're wondering why. Don't, don't mind him. <laughs> no, I won't. Um, but yeah, so I definitely hit a lot of music in the home, and I'd say that that was an equally strong influence to my like formal training, um, because I think that improvisation and kind of playing music on a very more casual level has always been something that's very, very important to me. And improvisation is still my favorite part of the musical work that I do. So, And I think that very much came out of what I had as a kid.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah, that that solo you took in that last song was pretty killing. Nice. I, I really did like yeah, that. Yeah, I really like
2: that. Yeah, there's,
5: when, you, when you improvise, there's always a couple of wrong notes. but It's really fun
2: it. playing with Julian because every time that we rehearse a song, it's always different. So, like, any time that I just give him, like like, fly free, you just create something new, and it's, it's really cool.
1: Going back to the, the concept of wrong notes, I'm pretty sure there was a, a jazz musician, I think it was Miles Davis, who said, there are no wrong notes, only wrong resolutions. enough. Nice. So keep that in <laughs> mind next time you're improvising. Good to know. Do you like guys, uh, guys want to
0: give us another track?
2: Sure, yeah. um, this one has a mini, a mini story with it.
5: We're going to slow it down. Yeah, we go. we're going to slow
2: it down for you. This song is called Candlelight, and I wrote this on top of my apartment roof. When I lived in Kansas City. Um, and it's about that kind of day where it's like pouring rain and you're in Kansas, but what you really wish is that you were in the, like a pub in Scotland or England or somewhere not here um, with like dartboards and pints and other things. Um, so, yeah, this song's called Candlelight.
3: the world forget you If there's a storm outside and your thoughts won't let you You have your vices over So tell me what's on your mind We've both got something Like candlelight.
0: That fantastic track right there was called Candlelight by Miranda Hall
1: and played by Miranda Hall and Julian Andrews and this is live on WBOR 91.1 FM let's ask some more questions um Miranda, I know, this is kind of a leading question, but (laughs) I guess it's not a question. I know you were busking in Seattle, or you have busked in Seattle before. Can you tell us a little bit about that experience, where you played? Do you have any funny stories? Did you meet meet cool people?
2: Um, So busking uh, is just street performing, but they give it a cool name so that you feel cool. Um, And I was busking in Seattle because I moved there right after graduating, and I didn't really know anyone. Um, I graduated in high school from high school in Kansas, and so I thought I would uh, give myself a challenge because I was pretty nervous about performing, and I thought that if I could sing to a bunch of street like strangers on the street, like maybe it would be less terrifying to sing to teenagers my own age. <laughs> so I went downtown to this place called Pike's Place Market, or Pike Place Market, or the Market, <laughs> and it's uh, this center for um, trade, I guess. Kind of. No, there's commerce. 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 <laughs> there's, like, yeah, flower vendors, uh, fruit vendors. They toss fish, which is a big thing. Um, they're very welcoming to the busking community. So there's a bunch of people, like, folk bands who would go there and perform and make a bunch of money. Um, and then there's a bunch of people who are just trying it out um, uh, or who, who can go and play on the streets. So one of the funniest memories that I have from when I was street performing is uh, – wasn't well, not the funniest, but it was the coolest memory. I was playing right next to the fruit stand, and I was playing "No Diggity," and uh, acoustically and like kind of softly. I mean, I was trying to get into it, but I was also terrified. And um, this man walks up, and he goes, "Hey, oh wait, I know this song. Can I can I hop in with you?" Like, and I was like, "Yeah, for sure." And I was like, "But I don't I don't really have any uh, extra guitars." And he was like, "It's cool. I can beatbox." And he's like this ginger haired, uh, like 20 something and he starts beatboxing and we get like a small crowd going and I felt so cool in that moment.
4: That it was
2: really awesome. But yeah, it's really, it's really a fun thing to do. Yeah.
0: And Seattle's a pretty musical town too.
2: Yeah. They've got a great, a great music scene. Are
0: you, are you thinking of, uh, like going back there after, after graduation or you trying to do anything with music out there?
2: So my heart is kind of pulled between both Portlands, (laughs) one of them Julian's from, and one of them is Portland, Maine. Um, As much as I, I feel like I could end up in Seattle, but I think I really want to um, be in Portland, Maine, because Portland, Maine has a great music scene as well. Um, But yeah, I definitely see myself, you know, making music uh, part of like my daily life, even if it isn't. You know, my primary job I will be singing as much as possible in every open mic that allows me in. Preferably like pub like ones with pints <laughs> <laughs> and candlelight. And candlelight. Right. Yes, yeah, lots of candlelight. Flickering. <laughs> Flickering candlelight.
1: So Julian, I know you have to run out pretty soon, no, but it's, did it's did you guys have one more duo song or did you or was that your last oh, one?
2: Oh, oh we have one more. All right. We have one more. This That's one's special. Um this one is called Sinner and a Saint. It's written about me and Julian. Just kidding. <laughs>
0: Who's am the saint <laughs> <Who's>, yeah, <laughs> who's, 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 yeah. he's the <laughs> saint
2: um, no it's uh, what I imagine a 1920s romance would be but it has no historical basis at all so yeah
1: take it away let's do it
3: you preach but what you do and what you do to me. She's a girl who knows the moon. Yeah, she could love you but it's far too soon. Cause she's got things that she's gotta do and she's gotta do without you. Don't paint the scene.
1: Welcome back to Live on WBOR, 91.1 FM. That was uh, Miranda Hall's original Sinner and Saint, uh, backed up by Julian Andrews on the fiddle.
2: Killing on the fiddle.
1: <laughs> yeah, so uh, I know you have to run, but let's, let's ask one question yeah, before, no, you, before you take goes. off. Um, you have a band back home, I know. Yes. I, I may have looked them up. I,
4: oh, I, <laughs> uh, I
0: may have, I may
1: have look stolen look a photo from one of your publicity things <laughs> yeah, no, to right. advertise this show.
4: Um, they are like leaning artistically against a cabin.
1: And I think you had you've rec- you've done some recording with them, right? Do you yes. want to tell us a little bit about that?
5: Uh, yeah, so my band is called Cascadian Drift. Um, the summer after my freshman year of college, uh, we basically worked all summer and came out with an album that we're still pretty proud of. I um, said it's it is, I it's. Bad that I can't remember how many songs are on it, but I'd say 9 to 11. Um, And we recorded in my guitarist's basement um, using Audacity, which if you know anything about uh, recording is not super fun. Um, But we managed to get a product that I'm pretty happy with. Uh, But we haven't stopped. Uh, We have a couple of things kind of in the pipeline. It's hard because we're all going to school in different places. Our drummer is in Canada. Guitarist is back home in Portland, and I'm here. Um, but every time we have a break, we kind of come back and make something. So I'd say uh, – I don't want to put words in my band members' mouths, but I'd say in <laughs> early April we'll probably be coming out with an EP. Yes. Um, we've got a couple of cool things. We've switched to Logic, uh, which is Great way program. better. Great program. <laughs> what what were, we're using today? Just, Yeah. Like, became- <laughs> no, yeah, no. Um, we didn't just all get – more smarter, just, <laughs> more yeah. smarter.
4: Yeah.
5: That's
0: more <laughs> reasonable recording. <on>. Yeah.
5: <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. Um, the guitarist and I went to middle school together. We've been playing ever since then. Was he also in that
2: band with
5: you? No, he was not. Um, although we actually got together because the car- guitarist and I wanted to win Battle of the Bands, <laughs> yes. um, so we found the drummer and uh, won Battle of the Bands, and then we just stuck. So where
0: can it's been fun. where can people check that music out?
5: Yeah, dot Bandcamp dot com. Um, it's sweet. We got a Facebook page. You can like us. We don't (laughs) post a ton right now, but we will be soon. So yeah, I'd love it if you'd check it out.
2: Check it out. It's really good. It's really good.
5: It's different than this, but it's also good.
0: Yeah. What, like what, what's, what's the sound if you still have the time?
5: Oh yeah. No, I mean, we always kind of struggle with how to describe what we do. It's like folk blues rock.
2: Yeah. I've listened to the whole Um, thing and like some of them, some of them are really folky, but other than others are like much more.
5: We've got some that to me really conjure up like 70s rock, <laughs> um, and some that sound like they could be on a really true folk album. So I'd say that that album, we are really still kind of finding our sound, and that's something we consistently kind of reevaluate um, and address as we, as our musical experiences get broader and our interests change. And that album was a compilation of material that was created over three or four years so within that album we have things that we wrote literally for the recording and things that we've been playing since sophomore year of high school so the the style shift you could definitely see um and i think that's something that we kind of struggled with initially but then kind of came to terms with and just said we're okay with the fact that we have a lot of different types of things on our album because it's us and we do a lot of things Love you also. <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: Very cool. Well, yeah, now we're going to hear a quick uh, recycling PSA, and I think Julian's going to take off. But I love definitely, Definitely hey, stay tuned. <laughs> um, Miranda's going to play some some solo songs for the second half of our program.
4: Thank you, guys.
1: Um, yeah, but thank thanks you, Julian. Thanks for, for coming in. Coming. Of course, yeah. yeah, thanks for having me. And let's hear from recycling now. Do it at Bowdoin. It's zero sort.
0: Right, that was your recycling PSA mandated by the federal government um, or WBR management. I'm not sure. Uh, is Maybe there a they, difference? Is they the same
4: thing? Yeah. Would one of you guys be willing to take my violin
1: home? One last appearance from Julian Andrews. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so Miranda, you're going to do
0: some solo stuff now. Is that does that work for you? Yeah, we've we've been talking for a while. Let's. Uh,
2: So, can I tell you about this one? Please. Actually, I'll just play it and then I'll tell you about it. It's called Alice, and it's about Alice in Wonderland. Um, And it's dedicated to my mom, if she's watching this, because Mm -hmm. I played it for her on the kitchen floor when I was a sophomore, and she told me I didn't suck, which meant a lot. She said other nice things.
3: Straight into one land and reached out just to find
0: was Miranda Hall, uh, singing Alice, uh, an original, uh, tune. I was, I was really struck by that line. Um, I've been through so many, uh, what was it? Been, so many sizes today. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I was thinking about that in conjunction with, with the chorus. It's not, it's not time that, that makes us old. It's, I don't know, in some ways those those like, different sizes maybe.
2: Yeah. Like, um, I definitely, one of the reasons I love Alice in Wonderland so much, um, I love fairy tales in general, but Alice in Wonderland has so many things that it could be about. There's not just like one meaning you could take away from it. And when she says she's been so many sizes, I was thinking about, you know, the potion that she drinks that makes her really big Mm -hmm. and really small and the mushroom that she eats. (laughs) Don't do... (laughs)
1: Right, that's it. That's I, thought a it was, p- I thought it was a pastry. Pastry. Sorry. <laughs> Where'd you get the? What's on your mind?
4: <laughs>
2: Anyways, um, that's a PSA, kids. PSA. <laughs> Be good. Um, so uh, she, um, I like the idea that it's experiences that make you old and not time, because you can meet people who are like fifty and they they um, don't seem old at all. They seem young at heart, and you can meet people who um, conversely are like. 14 and they're way wiser than you'd ever expect
1: so miranda i was wondering if you could talk a little bit about uh, the process um do you write your guitar parts first does the the lyrics come first does the melody come first
2: so um whenever i've been asked this question i always struggle to answer because what what comes first is the feeling (laughs) like you've got this feeling and you're just like ah i need to get this out of me um And sometimes it can be a happy feeling, which is really fun. Or, like, you had a really good experience that day, and, like, just living through it wasn't, like, enough. Like, you want to take a picture of it like you would with a photograph, but instead you want to, like, immortalize it in a song. So, like, if you go through, like, a really powerful feeling, then you want to, like, capture it. And what's really cool is, like, if you capture it in a song, then it doesn't, you know, stay stagnant like a picture would because every time you play it, like, who you are then and who you were when you had that feeling are all mixed together. So I kind of I pull out my guitar normally like later in the evening and I'll just start playing around I really don't know that many chords I'm learning more <laughs> um, uh, which is great music theory but um, I'll start I'll just sing some stuff and if I like it I'll scribble it down and if I um, feel like different parts match together i'll do that sometimes it helps like if you think about writing a song like writing writing a poem but in like separate pieces and then seeing if they fit together a lot of times they don't but yeah
0: (laughs) then you end up with maybe more material
2: yeah yeah definitely
0: do you want to give us another track if you if you have it we're
2: um absolutely um so this this song this song is about um it was inspired by a cup of jasmine tea (laughs) Um, and it's called Jasmine Tea. No, it's called Chess Games. Um, and I wrote it, uh, because when, when, when people like each other, they just play all these head games and I, I wish they wouldn't, I wish they would just say what they needed to say or sing it. (laughs) So this is called Chess Games. Oh, and one last thing. For anyone who doesn't play chess, the horse is like the greatest character person to have when the queen is after you because... It's, it's really easy to catch her and it's really hard for her to, you know, take you out.
3: I'll just sit here drinking jasmine tea Getting caught in my philosophy, Darling, I'm not as calm as I appear to be Started playing this game No The students surpassed the teacher I don't even know who I was before the horse jumps, but it will never reach her. She's the queen and makes sense of
1: If you're just tuning in right now, that was Miranda Hall playing her original chess game. This is live on WBOR 91.1 FM in Brunswick, Maine. That was really lovely. That was, I love that song. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Yeah, so I I guess one more question I had for you is about your EP. I've seen, may have done some research (laughs) on your music online and I, I stumbled upon some recordings. So I guess, could you tell us a little bit about about that and the process for that
2: Uh, so I made an EP in 2014 um, called Kingdom um, and it's on Spotify and iTunes Um, but it would have been absolutely and totally impossible without Tallgrass Creek Retirement Home (laughs) they are I worked as a waitress uh, at Tallgrass Creek Retirement Home in Kansas City and there was a chef there um, named um, well anyways I won't give away his name but anonymous there's an anonymous (laughs) chef there and he was um a heavy metal singer and kind of scary he looked like a pirate king and he was so sweet and so nice and he heard me singing one time and he wanted to help me you know become a musician but of course when someone says that to you you're like oh no this is just i'm gonna make you a star and you're like okay but his version of making me star a star was just to be the most genuine person he could be, which meant that he connected me with his friend who was an ex-sound engineer living in the middle of nowhere in Topeka in a barn. (laughs) And so we recorded the EP there. Um, Like we, we put sheets all over the windows and like we used the barn to be like our sound system. Um, And uh, it was probably one of the greatest experiences of my life. I can't believe my parents let me go to the middle of nowhere to a barn. (laughs) With heavy metal singers but hey it came thanks, it came mom. out it.
4: thanks mom <laughs> a lot of great
2: uh, a lot of great yeah.
0: music has been made in barnes uh, the band yes. the band's a classic album live from uh, big pink music from big pink that's, barnes
2: are barnes are great yeah. um so the ep has five songs on it um they're really special to me and it has candlelight on it um yeah and alice um but yeah that that's my ep
0: I think it's uh I've been with groups of people where that e p has come across people's spotify uh lists before
2: oh my goodness so you you are
0: getting exposure that's
2: really exciting <laughs> i uh used uh c d baby um to put it up there, which is really cool for any artists who are wondering how to get like music out there
0: do you do you get any like compensation from that well, or yes, do you...
2: okay, I was hoping you were asking this yeah, question yeah. right so c d baby gives you the rights for like uh a while um and so you get royalties like anyone would be. So it's like people who are like Taylor Swift and whatnot—they make enough royalties to make a living. But there was a day where I made enough royalties to make to eat a to buy a sandwich from Wild Oats. That was the greatest day ever. I was like, "This my music bought this sandwich." Granted, <laughs> they sent me like a royalty check of like seven dollars and fourteen cents, but I was really excited. It was probably because all the people at the retirement home bought it that day, <laughs> but I was happy.
0: So music pays. <laughs> yeah, for for all of you listening, all, for is, all, for
1: your lunch. <laughs> no. um,
0: do you want to do you want to give us one more song?
1: Uh, I think I before do. we have to head out.
2: I would love to. Um, one sec. Can I ask one quick question before oh, yeah. we start?
1: Um, about your guitar playing, are you are you a self taught guitarist?
2: So my dad uh, taught me a little bit, um, but other than that, I've just watched a lot of YouTube videos.
1: <laughs> I think that's how a lot of a lot of people start out on guitar. I know that's how I started. Yeah, me, and me as well let's hear a song
2: okay so this song one sec remembering the chords so this song um, goes out to everyone who's been helping me around campus lately because I kind of smashed my foot and my friends have just shown up for me in such a (laughs) this is the (laughs) the, the wonderful foot um And everyone has just been really kind. Um, So this is a song I wrote at Bowdoin, uh, and it's about how all the students do their homework on Sunday nights in the Union, because we're really good at time management. It's called What It's All About, in case you ever forget.
3: That problem set Night drags on And you might be wondering When does the fun begin? What is the point? Trust me, no one's figured it out Go swirl of things and I'm a fool cause I fall for the pretty things believe in possible things it's all I can do but trust me no one's figured
0: those of you who aren't watching it on your TVs at home
1: uh Sam and I were dancing a little back here during <laughs> that last one very very relatable song I know I leave all my homework for for Sunday night <laughs> slash Monday morning <laughs> 3 a.m so whatever yeah
0: whenever, <laughs> whenever it gets done Ten
4: minutes before class.
0: and you've been listening to live on WBOR um I'm Harry Rube I'm Sam Kizovat and we had uh, the lovely and talented Miranda Hall and uh, Julian Andrews, who's not here right now, but uh, he was, in the studio today. And uh, you can check uh, their music out in different places. Miranda's music is called, uh, it's an EP called Kingdom on Spotify.
4: There's also a YouTube
2: channel, which is probably better, because free music <laughs> is the best.
4: Snap, 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 for, this, snap for that. <laughs> support from <laughs> um, over here.
2: It's, it's um, on um, uh, Miranda Hall Music. YouTube. I sing some songs in Korean, if you're into that. I really like K-pop, so.
1: Right, we didn't even get into that branch. (laughs) (laughs) You can also check out Julian's music, Cascadian Drift. It's his band from back home, and they have a band camp, so definitely check that out. Um, And
0: check this show out uh, next week. Uh, We're here from 5.30 to 6.30 p.m.
1: on Wednesdays. And we'll be releasing the video and the audio and video from today's show probably over the weekend at some point on our Facebook page, Live on WBOR. So give that a like if you feel so inclined.
0: (laughs) And uh, keep keep on listening to good live music. Have a great week.